You've eaten Gotham's wealth, its spirit, but your feast is nearly over. This is not my home. It's an operating table. And I'm the surgeon. Why aren't you laughing? From this moment on, none of you are safe. Welcome to the Batman Book Club, a podcast exploring the Dark Knight Library. I'm your host, Ryan Lauer. The Batman Book Club is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Just go to batmanonfilm.com, click on Podcasts, and you'll find the Batman Podcast Network. There's a whole list of other Bat-related shows that like to dive into other nerdy subjects we all love to frolic about in our free time. Batman Book Club is also on Patreon. If you like what's going on with the show and you want to help support the show, keep those generators running in the Wayne Manor Manor study. There we go. Uh, just go to patreon.com slash the Batman BC. Now, thank you for listening to episode 119, Batman in August. The end of another month, which means it's another wrap-up episode with my pal. You're very familiar with his voice, his shenanigans, uh, his mystical uh, rewrites and performances of the smoker of all things meat and Boudin pockets. Peter Rivera. Peter, welcome back to the Batman Book Club, my friend. Hello, Ryan. Now, hello. Doing great, great, fabulous, wonderful. Uh, we're going to talk some Batman. I'm always, I'm always a fan of that with you. Look I heard these. You these are highlights. Like Batman. I heard on Twitter oh. you don't like Batman. Someone said, "Oh, Twitter, really? Like, yeah." I think that person's been shut down. I filed a complaint to Twitter. Oh. So, okay, don't worry. okay. So another, so another grifter. Another grifter yeah, another grifter. Twitter. So long, Eric Holzman. Yeah, um, we know the complaint department has been disconnected. So. Um, <laughs> How are you? What's what's going on? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm ready to, to enjoy uh, this wonderful weekend we have coming up. Yes. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, it'll be spent reading even more Batman comics. More that's, Batman comics. That's the greatest thing to do is to read more Batman comics. <laughs> read more Batman comics. Um, Pete, you and I talked not too long ago. Well, we talk every day. But we recorded not too long ago because I'll plug it now on the Batman Book Club YouTube channel is our next Ooh. part of the road to no man's land really? journey through the omnibus that you and I are going through. Our third part, third month, uh, it's going well. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy it thoroughly. I hope you do. I am it's enjoying it most, a lot. Yeah, I, I uh, it's my favorite storyline and uh, I love talking about it with you. Yeah, this was the first part where I got to have like a Pete, like this connection slash revelation, and you're like, yes, I knew. I knew that was coming. You didn't know it was coming. So it's fun to see your reaction to it. And that, of course, was to a certain character. That's all I'll say. Quake Master. Of course. Also, somebody that's part of the DCPD. So there you go. Um, Yes, so a lot of fun. Go to the Batman Book Club on YouTube. Um, and go ahead and check those out. There's three parts. They're only about a half hour each um, as we're breaking down um, the Road to No Man's Land omnibus and the many issues involved in that in that story. But enough with that. Let's talk about Batman comics in August. Peter, we always got to start with my book. That I write reviews for on Batman on film. And that, of course, is the Batman title in which 
Batman number 126 kicked off the first Tuesday of this month. Written by Chip Zdarsky, illustrated by Jorge Jimenez. And uh, this, so we were a little, I got things to say. Yeah, please tell me. We, last month, I loved this issue, or the, the first issue of this team. I loved it. It was my favorite issue of the month. Um, really? The end tease was like AI uh, fail safe, which uh-huh. AI is never, uh, it, it just doesn't really suck me in in stories. Um, I get a little bored with it. Uh, but I said, I'll give him benefit of the doubt and see where it goes. This is just like a, a very long action scene that ends up bringing in the entire Bat family. Uh-huh. And Batman just gets his ass kicked. I think the, the, drawings from Jimenez is, is are great characterizations are are great of of the characters and um, of everybody involved uh I really really enjoyed this issue I didn't think it drew me in as much as last month but I still thought that it was just I don't know it was a it was an action-packed issue that showed that this failsafe thing is a is a massive threat and I don't want to talk about the the ending just yet because i want you to speak your piece because uh-huh. i think you have some differing things yeah the arch really great jimenez is always brings it uh, uh batman fighting a robot's stupid uh i don't care what you're saying and that's the same same problem i have with the batman beyond book it's just give me a real villain i just this does nothing for me this is a, <laughs> i mean it looks it looks great that's all i could say uh characterization is really good uh the ending totally throws me off I'm like, Jesus, like you guys are totally doing something that I have no interest in right now. Um, as good as the art is, I just, I, I don't know. I'm just like, I, I'll take Joker War any day over Batman fighting a fake Terminator. Like, I'm sorry. I, I just will. I, I, and then when he goes to the end and he starts coming out like Rainbow Batman, I'm like, no, I'm not doing this Zen or Raw thing. Like, it's so, I was stupid when they did the first time. It's dumb now. It's being brought back. I think R.I.P. is horrible. It's just, you want to turn me off on a Batman book? Everything they did right here is exactly what turns me <laughs> off on a Batman book. Uh, the backup story was better than the primary, uh, and it's written, I believe Zdarsky wrote it himself. Yeah, so uh, if anything, that that's the story to read. Uh, as soon as I see Batman come out looking red and purple, I, I'm just like, enough's enough. I can't stand it. Now we're going to go and play this like mental mind game of inside Batman's brain because he can't figure he's got to go deep and dig and like, I already know how the story's going to end. Like, I was like, this is, this is, that's, that's why I hate this stupid Zen and raw Batman. Like it's such a stupid, it's such a stupid concept. I'd rather have Gordon with a Mohawk in a robot suit than watch Bruce Wayne walk around like a, like a package of fruit strike gum. All right. So I do love that you have called Batman of Zerna two different Zernar. There we go. Yeah, It's two a stupid things. name. So it doesn't even deserve to be said properly. Yeah. So when it got to that part, much like I said last month with the fail safe and to give benefit of the doubt, I'll also give benefit of the doubt because there has been, and I'll use hush uh, for example. So except the story of hush and the character of hush, I thought the story is good. It's a Jim Lee showcase, but the character of hush and, and all that it's like, I don't know. I have my complaints, my nitpicks. Hush is an actual person. It's an actual. Character. So, but that concept of hush and what the history and connection to Bruce Wayne and everything, it was given handed off to another talent in Paul Dini who made that character so much better. 
and the story involving Hush so much better than what was before. And I think, you know, I'll give benefit of the doubt. I'm not a big fan of Batman Zernar. Uh, didn't care for it in RIP. You can go back and listen to the episode I did with Javi on it for this show. I and did. So, Javi, please don't listen to this. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't, I'll give Zdarsky benefit. Like, I, I don't know. I'm going to read this title. I have to anyway, because I reviewed on BOF. But, and I'll give him, I don't know. I'll give him a chance to see what he does with it. It doesn't excite me. I've given Zdarsky enough chances on Batman at this point. Between this and the night, I'm like, new writer. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not feeling you, dude. I, 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 for the for the type of writer that Zdarsky is, the material he's putting out, and frankly, is just embarrassing. It just embarrassing. is. It's, All right. it's not good. It's not good. His Batman is not good. He should just... His Daredevil is amazing. I love his writing overall, but this is not entertaining. I'm sorry. I, you, All right. you give me Tynan and Ghostmaker, and I'll be a lot happier than whatever. What? Don't. Ba- no, you settle versus, down. No, you, no, you calm down. down. Right there. That is you much better down. than this robot crap. I'm sorry. Mm. You know, like, oh, mm. you're already making Bruce Wayne the smartest guy in the room to the point where he's got to outsmart himself. Like, oh, God, narcissistic Tony Stark wannabe. Give me a break. I, I, I'm waiting to see what the connection on why he has to go again to this backup Batman system mentally thing, which I just don't like. I just don't like that. But of like, what's the purpose for that? And how is it applied to where I can judge this arc? I'll judge this arc when it wraps and we see what Zdarsky's done. I think the concept of that, I think the concept of Bruce Wayne being in his own mind is brilliant. I think the execution of how they've gone about it is absolutely just laughable. Okay. And that's going back decades. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't need this purple Batman flying around. No, it's so sta- right. like I feel like Tim Drake. I, I think I'm sitting there like, what? Okay. Speaking of Tim Drake, uh, I did see some conversation about the way Batman talks to him on that second page of this issue. Yeah, that's not good. Did, that's not good. You don't think that's good. So what is it about yeah. that? Um this is an entrapment, Pete. I'm just kind of wondering. Cause I read it and I didn't really think twice about it. And then I did see a conversation about it. So I went back and reread this it. This actually and... goes back to characterization. This is a characterization flaw. I, I okay. actually praise the characterization. Now I'm going to take it back. Uh, it just, it just, it just seems like it's they're pitting Batman against Robin. It just seems like it just, it, no, you're not ready. Like, mm. okay. Like, you know, it just, it, no, don't do that. Bad boy. Don't do that. You know, I just, I don't know. And then it just, I don't think Drake would respond this way. This is more of a Jason Todd interaction. Like how defiant he is. You know, like J- yeah. Tim would Tim would most likely follow Batman's orders and mumble under his breath and not just fly away. You know, like it's just been a long time, I think, since I've seen this kind of talk down from Bruce to Tim. To anyone. Because uh, it seems <laughs> like in my lifetime and reading a lot of comics, there's there is a lot less butting heads of Bruce and Tim than Bruce and any of the other Robins. They are always kind of like in sync in mm-hmm. partners and stuff. Yeah. And so I didn't, I just kind of like read it fast the first time. And then I did, I, I saw some people talking about it. And so I went back and read it and I'm like, yeah, I guess that like looking at it, reading it a little closer, it does feel a little like, eh, I don't know. Is this not exactly that part? What are really you doing? The same as you, my job. Like, it's just, like, oh, God. Not fully necessary to progress the story further. So, uh, there you go. Pete is not happy with uh, Batman 126. I liked it. I think overall, I give it a solid B because I thought it was a good action issue. But again, we'll see what happens with Batman Zero and R. Um, 
I'm C plus not because Catwoman is better than the primary. So, the Catman, sorry. the Catwoman backup. Is did you read awesome. the backup story? Yes, I did. You I think it's it. awesome. Yeah, yeah, good, good stuff. So it's I don't hate Zadarsky. Clearly, I don't. I just, you know, I just don't like where this is going. That's all. Hmm. Well, I'm still reading Daredevil. Yeah, you are. Uh, moving on, the next issue, Flashpoint Beyond, number four, mm-hmm. written by Jeff Johns, Tim Sheridan. Jeremy Adams with art by Zermanica. Um, and I think there's more. Yes, Michael. Jan- I can never pronounce his last name. Janin. 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 I don't know. He did, he did two pages. Uh, this is another good good issue. I really yeah. like the story. I did. I was not able to go back and read all the issues prior to this. So I made it a, a mission to make sure I do that for this next round. Um, of this story, or are you talking like of, the, of this story, okay. of the Flashpoint Beyond number zero, and then now one through four, Ooh. before I read five. Worst case scenario, I'll read them all before the finale in October, number issue number six. But you, you, I Hoss pointed this out. You're a big rereader. I gotta I go am, reread this before I go read that. Like you're that's your because that's I like just really want to make thing. sure that I make the connections uh-huh. because I might just I might have just totally forgot. Like this is issue four. There may be a small reference. It, that this is referring to this that happened quickly in issue number zero and i don't remember because pete you and i are reading like 30 comic books a month you so. know why i appreciate that that's because you're why? putting in the work putting in the work i'm trying putting in the work. trying to put in the work uh but no i thought this was i mean it, it carries on it's 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 cool um it's what we've been more of what we've been getting the story is evolving mm-hmm. we do get the identity which I you know we're trying to stay spoiler free when we do these wrap ups. Um, we get a a character appearing in this in this issue into this and therefore in this story for the first time, which is really exciting. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was another fun issue. Did you get the Home Alone reference? No, no, okay. I did not. When uh, little boy Dent, like I forget his name, and that's why mm-hmm. I need to reread all these. When he's down in the cave and he's packing up. Mm-hmm. And he says, this is it. You turn the page. Don't get scared now. That's Kevin McAllister right okay. before uh, the wet bandits show up at his house at the, <laughs> at the end. And I, it's I like, never he, put that together. This is it. Don't get scared now. Like, And he, and he cocks mm-hmm. the BB gun mm-hmm. there in the kitchen. Um, I love that. It made me very excited because I like Home Alone references. But anyways, take it away. Quality issue, I think. This is... Uh a comic book this is a masterfully written comic book. This, wipes <laughs> this, is, away. this is a comic book and i'm like it, that's true it is a comic book. yeah no this about, is okay. but this, this Grade is a, a. <laughs> this is a comic book this All is right. what comic books are meant to be this is exactly what you want when you spend four dollars is it four dollars yeah four dollars at the comic book shop twists turns great storytelling um even moments that some people will not pick up on like i, I did it with your home alone thing but just uh, the, the inclusion of the dents and what it seems to be that they are the backbone of this story, which is even more fascinating because Harvey's not around. It is Mrs. Dent. It is the kids, um, you know, and it seems that Harvey's son's got a little bit of Robin in him, which is very interesting. And we get a little bit of uh, Batman and Squirrel Boy. Uh, like I forget what <laughs> Eric Carter knows that kid's name. I cannot remember Davy Crockett's son's name, but um, we get a little bit more information there. Um, who refresh my memory you got to refresh my memory because like who is this character that popped up that we didn't am i missing something because this book does come out early in the week so like sometimes yeah this is like the first of the month and we record at the end of the month yeah the one that i'm talking about i'll show you 
Oh, yes. Well, I, I, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, which is fun because, you know, that character... Some listening, they don't read it every issue, so that's why I'm trying to just, like, yeah, I get big you. spoilers I, get I don't want to do. That character pops up, and you're like, oh, I forgot you're in this universe. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I'm like, I'm all for it. But yeah, yeah. Like, I, I'm like, cool. Awesome. I'm I also like everything that I know the, the identity of, of Squirrel Boy. <laughs> the clock is very interesting. Like, I, I appreciate the Thomas Wayne detective skills. Yeah. You know, like... No matter who is Batman, they always seem to be a great detective in any universe. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just fascinating to me, man, because I'm just like, I'm like, how did this universe come back? And, you know, like, you know, we've had Thomas Wayne pop up in various stories before. He's popped up in, in Tom King's Batman and the Joshua Williamson's Justice League Incarnate. Uh, so you're wondering is like, well, when did you pop back? <laughs> when did this all kind of happen? So, yeah. so much, so many questions around this Flashpoint universe and this. Too many questions. You know, um, it's almost a shame that we only have two issues left. I kind of wish this was like a, a future state Gotham where it just kept going. I, I you know, I would appreciate that type of Elseworlds. I don't know. I, I like that there's two issues left and that's it on this story. And then I guess we'll see on if it's successful enough or if the, the talent have enough ideas for another. I, I just like. I like non-ongoing stories because it is they have in mind. An Are you more of a mini series or a maxi series? Mini. I'm a maxi. I like. I, I could if, try, give me twelve good issues. I'm really good with that. But I can see what you're saying with a mini series. I just think. I, don't, I think. Uh, so this is funny because the issue number zero was might have been a double issue, and then six issues, which overall makes it almost like eight. Mm. in its entirety here this mm-hmm. flashpoint beyond good and call. Good call. i do think eight is a sweet spot and i, I don't like only that. say that because sean murphy's white knight series have been eight issues each time but there is something about 12 i feel like there's always a little bit of meandering um six sometimes can feel aside from the next one that we're going to talk about uh can feel like it's too short and maybe there's a little bit of fleshness mm-hmm. a little bit of fleshing out but um Props to the art from Germanico because it's still really cool. I love this cover, the Vitruvian Man mm-hmm. uh, with yeah. Thomas Wayne Batman on it. I think it's just like it's might be the best cover so far. Um, yeah, so Flashpoint Beyond, two two issues left. Uh, Question: very, I'm a big fan, and I'll probably double dip on this when a collected hardcover comes out. Um, I don't do I, I have a trade of Flashpoint? Maybe it depends. Uh, absolute edition, yes. Yeah, if, if it ever becomes an absolute edition, oh, it's got to go next to the absolute Flashpoint that we, yeah, exactly. That we got. Um, <laughs> this, this is just me being you know, total Twitter fanboy speculation idiot with you know, no real uh sense. D- does the fact that Beyond in this title, do you ever have you ever thought maybe you know, a Batman Beyond would pop up in it? It just, I'm just curious because it seems very specific that's true uh no i haven't which is funny because beyond is right there in the title and it's about batman and i've never thought we'd get batman beyond coming on so maybe you're onto something i'm not gonna sit here and say that like no or yes because i have no freaking clue um and so it just popped in my head maybe we can if batman beyond does not show up by the end of this story we can start a hashtag campaign against Tim Sheridan and be like, where's the justice for Terry McGinnis? I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'm not going to do that either. <laughs> Please. Nobody do that. Do that. Please. Stop. 
<laughs> no, I'm not too. Um, Flashpoint Beyond. It's uh, it's doing good things. Pete and I are, are big fans. Big We're loving fans. the story. Big fan. Um, also moving on. This is a huge first Tuesday, Peter, of the month. We're mm. both big fans of a story that concluded Batman Killing Time. Yeah. Uh, Tom King, David Marquez on art. Uh, Pete, you have been nothing but singing praises for this book from the beginning, so I think you should have the first first crack. This is it. great. It's just absolutely brilliant. Um, <laughs> every the Clock King and Batman, like their interactions are great. Uh, just how it's just watching how the Clock King has this thing figured out is great. And you know, I love the. I, I'm a little bummed out about Oswald. Like I, I asked, I was like, do you, do you think Oswald bit the bullet there at the end? No. Um, you don't think he's dead? I, I hadn't read it yet, and you asked me, do you think that uh, you asked me about that, and if you thought if I thought he was dead, and I was like, I haven't read it yet. And then you never responded to me again. I'm like, I bet Pete's like, damn it. Well, what's the answer? <laughs> do you think he's dead? No, I don't think so. Okay, because that's the only thing I do. I was like, that's my only critique. Is like, I hate when they kill Oswald. <laughs> no, because he got, he got hit in the face with a battering that knocked him out. Knocked him off of his stool. Uh, Is that what it was? Did I miss that? I thought he drank a poison drink. <laughs> no no he's right in the middle of drinking and then yeah there's the battering up there how did i miss that battle okay. i don't know because it I, even I, says it even says crunk okay because <laughs> i guess it's just the initial shock of just there oswald on the floor settles <laughs> your nerves a little bit they did not kill penguin well, twice nervous. i'm months. like where they killed oswald again <laughs> this is a second comic book in two months like what no. are they doing so there you go. This this issue just got even better for you because you know okay, yeah, the, Oswald is not dead. It gets bumped up half a letter grade because Oswald's not dead. All right, uh, there you go. <laughs> I love my pudgy little penguin. Yeah. Um, everything with the detective and her like journey back and how she basically blames Batman for everything. I thought that was really captivating. I haven't even mentioned the help or the Riddler or Catwoman. Just, this might be King's most intertwined work. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. This is so worth rebuying hardcover. I think I, I'm going to, and I believe I believe that it's slated to come out in December. This is so a I'll be perfect it. for the holiday season. This is this will go down as a classic story. I think this is his finest Batman work. Really, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait and and we'll see. Give it a little time and then read it and with that hardcover read it in as you know a, i can't do i just think it sitting, it's very, so well it's very deep to where it is probably two or three sittings for me um but then i'll, I'll revisit that discussion and that claim um like i do Batman love killing time is like dry aged meat it's just like oh god the longer it sits the better pete it knows the meats too so <laughs> uh i do like batman sitting next to clock king and he's in clock king's going on this long talk and, and then batman just does a crack yeah <laughs> pops I love him it. in the it's face. great it's perfect um, I mean, what did how did you take the ending then? That last page of Clocking on the plane and and what he's got and I don't know what do you what do you think? Uh I just, it's just it's it's it just seems like it's us. Uh, is, is this all for nothing? Like, does the Clock King even really care about this? Like, it's it's so interesting. Like, it's just did he just want to cause havoc? Like, what was his actual motivation? Now that he's got the eye, right? Like, yeah. Now what? Mm-hmm. Like, it's it it it's he has it, but it's it's is all this just to get that? It's very interesting. I don't know. I actually, I like. We're going to talk about a, a, probably that Riddler story in a little bit, and I have mm-hmm. I have some interesting things to say about that. You have ideas? Okay. Yeah. Well, let's get let's keep moving along then. So, 
Uh, Pete, we will have no more Batman Killing Time to read in these monthly wrap-ups. Sad, but also... It's I fine. do it's like I book. do like there being endings to stories, and it's not ongoing. We have an ending here that I think was fitting. It works. Batman Killing Time. Look for the the hardcover if you haven't been buying it month to month. Coming out here in a couple months, and yeah, it, it's worth it, uh, definitely. Let's move on to one that you might have the opposite things to say. Batman Beyond Neo Year number five. It is completely confirmed now that next month is issue number six, and that's the conclusion. And I'm ready for it because <laughs> this relates. This is very close to like issue two in the sense of the, the three headed green dreadlock, whatever the hell is going on here. I don't P I don't really know what's going on in the story. And then it also, I felt like it got lazy in the sense of, I don't know how to make sure that like we keep moving so then it does this. It took me a while to be able to read that that said three months later in text. Um, and mm-hmm. I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't like the story <laughs> in the end. I, I just don't like it. And I think I've been, I've been kind to it on these wrap ups and talking to you and being very much like finding some positives. This month's issue was really tough for me to read and not just bail on it. And I'm I don't look forward to reading the conclusion next month. I I just I don't know. I don't like this story. This book sucks. I'm so pissed off. I wasted my money on this. It's not good at all. Mm-hmm. It, I think it had one issue that I enjoyed. I won't buy issue six. Um, I feel so bad because I'm just trashing. I feel like I'm trashing everything today. I'm with you. I don't understand who these three purple dreadlocked creatures were. I just, everything about it, I, I just, I don't like this. This is not good Batman Beyond. I don't think so either. There are good Batman Beyond stories. I'm not the biggest Batman, Batman Beyond fan, but I can definitely respect it and then recognize it like, man, that for a non-major And Batman this was teased in Beyond Urban Legends. Fan, That's where yeah. this came out of. So, and that tease worked because it got me to buy it. I was like, oh, this seems cool. And it was not. Got me to read it. And so, yeah, I, unfortunately, it. I think it have next issue will have to do like some amazing things but otherwise the next like batman beyond book that launches i'm avoiding it like i'm not going to read it i'm just like i have no interest this batman beyond's been very hit or miss for them lately the the run before this was very good but the run during like new 52 was bad yeah um and it was kind of weird going up until rebirth uh but yeah my man uh dan jurgens did uh a wonderful Batman Beyond, I believe it was Jurgens, uh, with uh, with Robin. He finally gave Batman Beyond to Robin, oh, and nice. that was fun. So if you want to read good Batman Beyond, check those stories out. I really like those. Those are collected in trade, um, so you'll get the whole story one shot. Uh, yeah, I I would just yeah Batman. There's Beyond also some other Batman Beyond content we'll talk about here soon. Um, yeah, there's well, more. Let's just, let's just wait on that. So Batman Beyond Neo Year, a big pass from Pete and I. Yeah. Um, uh, P, I did not read, but you are up on it, and I feel like is it maybe be Dark Crisis on Infinite Earth, uh, issue number three? It's retitled now. Um, is Batman involved in this? Yeah, uh, it doesn't get retitled, I think, until four because on the cover it just says Dark Crisis. Okay, but yeah, it is Dark Crisis on Infinite Earth. Is Batman involved? Or is, is this an honorable mention? Uh, this, this would probably be, be more of an honorable main... mention because of how okay. Nightwing is involved and how intricate Nightwing is to the plot. 
Okay. Uh, as well as Robin, like it, it, you know, Bat, it, but also Batman is 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 a big deal too because Batman's not around, right? Well, yeah. the Justice League in general is not around. Um, really good Green Lantern stuff in here. Uh, Joshua Williamson does just wonders. Uh, the Justice League um, is not dead, as we all knew, uh, but they are trapped somewhere. Uh, there's this interesting world that Hal Jordan travels to. Uh, it, this is your. This feels like to me like it's going to be a classic crisis. Um, it feels like it's just it's building up really well. It, it's very heavy emotionally. Characters, you know, some characters think characters have passed and whatever, so they're mourning. While in the meantime, they can't mourn. They have to save the world and the universe and the multiverse and all that jazz. So, uh, this just seems like a very good uh, DC uh, event to me. And, uh, it's been, a, yeah, like I feel like we haven't had a good crisis in a while. Convergence didn't do it for me, and I think there was one before that or after it. I can't remember, but uh, this feels like they're back on track, and uh, I think everyone should read it. There you go. From the man himself. Um, moving Will I get Lauer to read it? Will I get Lauer to read it is the question. When it's all out and collected, I'll read it. When it, when it comes to Hoopla. Because you didn't write, the, you didn't like the original, did you? Uh, I wasn't a huge fan. No. Jeez. Just start the question. This guy's Zip dedication. It. Zip it. You said, I, you even just said 10 minutes ago, I do the work. Come on. I know. But then sometimes every once in a while, it's like, oh, maybe I spoke too soon. Oh, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth! <laughs> uh, Pete, also, Batman White Knight Presents Red Hood, number one, came out this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to wrap both of them up into this because it came out the first and the third, no, fourth, Tuesdays of this month. So the two the two issue interlude all came out this month. Written by Clay McCormick, who was a guest in the last episode. Check it out. Friend uh, of the show. Yes. Because this um, is a great show. Well, by a great host bless you pete i was talking about myself okay yes uh but <laughs> the first the first issue had uh simone de mayo on the art whereas issue Favorite number two had george cambadeus and then like a two or a couple pages of simone de mayo also um listen to the batman on film interview that me and javi truio did with sean murphy this month and sean actually explains why there's a a a change in artists on the book but overall i thought i thought it was a breeze of a read i thought it worked well i it's a hard thing to bring in in a likable character a new likable character especially someone who's claiming themselves as being a robin um but this gan character puts like instantly likable i think at a very good carrie kelly vibe i think also and um jason had just enough like jason characteristics where he is like he's a little bit of a shit but then also just enough too that makes you root for him and like him which you and i have said like this past year uh, many times that they've found their way with jason todd uh now it's probably the most remarkable turnaround ever it is because you were the champion for a long time of saying he's he's served better batman better dead yeah. Than alive. And maybe I still think that's you true. still think that. But he's kind true. of there's been a lot of redemption on the character of coming back uh these past few years. There's been some good stories. And this, I mean, he gets the spotlight in this. And like, I don't know. I I like this two issue. It's no secret. I'm a is that all this is, is just two issues? Yes. I'm a okay. sucker of 
the white knight universe it all just seems to click for me i i like all of it and yeah this i mean we had the the harley quinn tie-in the von freeze intermission that. That, was good too. that was really good the harley quinn spinoff uh six issue series that was really good uh this i think both of those are right in line of being very 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 good the um and then it's also sean had said that there's going to be another spinoff coming after this beyond the white knight wraps up so like i'm all in on these but this story i think is good in the sense of like jason learns a lot and evolves as a character there's some good action with a batman beyond uh villain and in a way it's like you get disappointed in a big decision that jason makes but then there's also a little bit of redemption for him too and i think we're we also will get to see gan in the back half of beyond the white knight so uh, i'm i was a big fan of these two uh these two tie-in issues it seems to me that everything outside of curse has really stood out to me yeah um i didn't enjoy curse i was gonna say you weren't a big fan of curse which is fine. no but everything else i've loved and this is just this is almost as good in a short amount of time as that harley quinn spinoff i don't think anything is as good as von freeze i think that might be the best of of the spinoffs even though that was one shot yeah i just think it packed a real good punch but this is great and there seems to be a little bit of Dick Grayson in this, Jason Todd. I know uh, we all know I get uh, that. Murphy um, kind of remixed things. He just he did things his way. You know, we, we know mm-hmm. in this universe, Jason Todd is the original Robin here. Mm-hmm. So I could see why there's some si- similar traits there, just slightly different. Um, but this Jason almost serves as a mentor. You know, he's not pushing away this new Robin. He seems very kind of yeah. open to it. Mm-hmm. Um and she was very captivating. I was, I was surprised, yeah. almost like, almost like a fan girl. She's almost like Captain uh, Ms. Marvel. You know, I haven't watched so. But no, as as the fan girl who then becomes the superhero, mm-hmm. like the basic concept of the character. Um, and I, I, I dig that, and you know, just I mean, every the thing that stands out to me is how how book one opens. You know, you just you just go back to that, and uh, you know, Jason doesn't die. Jason mm-hmm. runs away and you know the Joker had no intention on killing him because the all the Joker wanted was the ultimate betrayal and I was like you know what that might work better than the original story <laughs> you know um it, it, when you think about it uh so it's just it's fascinating to me how Murphy has been able to craft literally his own universe mm-hmm. by himself um and it's fascinating it's shocking to me there's been no animation to come out of this right yeah I mean, really, in m- maybe because with how popular it's been, with how popular it's, it's coming been, out, if they were to do something in animation, in animation with it, they don't have to. But I, you know, but speaking as a fan, it'd be like you've got to include Sean Murphy though, because I could totally see you guys not including him and you totally botching it, you know, by not having the one who's kind of created this involved. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I'd have faith in Tucker. I mean, I imagine this be like a Tucker, Lou, Tim type of sure. production, and I don't think they yeah, to, you know, they, there's not yeah, much those guys ever screw up. James Tucker, Bruce, Tim, Sam, Lou, Paul Dini, get them involved, and I'd be like, okay, let's see what's yeah, yeah. You let's know, see what's like, cooking. Yeah. But um, <laughs> you guys are okay. I don't know if the, we all know the merger is creating uh, hell for the for the live action side, so maybe things for animation are a little bit in flux as well. So, but yeah, but that's okay. Yeah. We're, I'm getting my fill. In the comics. No, it's great. I'm not complaining. I, I can't complain. <laughs> Live action and animation, we're all like, ah, but comics, hey, yeah, comics yeah. are still, we're still sitting good with we're, comics. Yeah. 
Um, all right, that wraps up. That's a Pete. That is like thirty minutes just on the first Tuesday, but we're gonna breeze through the rest of the God month. I think. It. I know. So the they're, second they're really Tuesday, trying us. They're really trying us. They are. Uh, I am Batman number twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't read this. Surprising no one, but Pete has. I would need to start including these because Pete reads them. Batman is in the title, so go ahead and sell us all on the book. Um, this is really good. It, it's starting to kind of get a little slow for me. It's kind of okay. Like, well, what, all right, what's going? What's next? What's happening? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it it just seems like some of the some of the things that I've really enjoyed early on in the in the story have been kind of repetitive. Like, okay, corrupt government. Um, you know, you got this tense relationship between Batman and this detective from Gotham. Now Montoya's on the scene. She, you know, it, it okay. Let's, I, I appreciate if Ridley kind of sped it up a little bit. It's, I still think it's good. I still think it's entertaining. I just, I just feel like, okay, I feel like I've read this issue before. Mm. That's all. Okay. All right. Um, I have nothing to add to it. So there you go. Also, Ryan coming out, doesn't read Tuesday. enough Batman comics. I don't read enough. Read more Batman comics, Ryan. Uh, also, that was that Tuesday was Batman Urban Legends number eighteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, last month was the first time that I told you that I think they nailed from cover to cover uh, a Batman mm-hmm. Urban Legends issue, and then they followed it up with the exact opposite for me mm-hmm. because of the four stories. Uh, I liked one, two were meh, and one I did not like. I don't know if I want to sit through and read all of them again next month. Really? Um, I mean, probably no surprise is the one that I did like was the Batman and Robin in Night Terrors. Mm-hmm. I did like great. that one. I did not like Batman and Etrigan the Demon in Blood In and Blood Out. I'm not an Etrigan fan. Uh, I just, in the story itself, I was not feeling it at all. Signal and the Outsiders, I skimmed through and I saw Batman was in it, so I read it um and was pretty like meh and then the pennyworth files i thought was so uh, Uh, not not a an enjoyable read for me i disagree really (laughs) i enjoyed this book i thought uh, signal the outsiders was a lot of fun i enjoyed it i enjoy seeing duke i wish he would get a different costume i think he's too bright um too much yellow for me but uh i really enjoy that i love uh i loved how batman and the outsiders came to duke and like hey we're here for you mm-hmm. like you know like i love that team aspect of that and because sometimes the outsiders are kind of like it's almost like a whole batman he's like all right you guys figure it out i got stuff yeah um i thought that was great i enjoyed that batman and Etrigan, i'm with you on that did not enjoy that pennyworth files i found really interesting i'm really digging these alfred stories i liked pennyworth i, I like pennyworth files I, i'm into it. it it's cool to see alfred get his hands dirty the batman and robin story was the best story of the book and surprisingly Bo and B- bell and Bo, the end story uh like totally wasn't expecting it to be what it was but found it very interesting and well written and i kind of dug it and i kind of i appreciate batman being like all right, I'll just let these these small timers will go for now. I got bigger fish to fry. You know, I I, I, I got overall, bigger fish to fry. Yeah, you want to go? You want to go ten rounds, with Muhammad Shrek? <laughs> um, yeah. Overall, I think uh, I'm gonna go the opposite with you. I think this is a good book. Get a lot yep. of bang for your buck. Again, Etrigan's just weird to me. It's very hit or miss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, so, no surprise right here. Up. The only Etrigan that I flat out did like was uh. Azarello and Bermeo's version in Batman Damned. <laughs> that's funny. A Bermeo, a character, you know, of course. Yep, that's the one I like. Um, that's Was it for that. Was he created by Bermejo? 
No, his his interpretation. Oh, Let's go okay. that route. Okay. His interpretation of a character is one I like. Uh, next one was one that I have been counting down the days to, Pete, and I do mean that. Uh, the One Bad Day series finally kicked off, and the first month is with Tom King, Mitch Grads, Batman One Dead Day, One Bad Day, The Riddler Number One. I thought this was fantastic. This is if this is what we're getting for the next seven months, because we're it's eight one shots for the next you know eight months. Um, if this is what we're getting, I strap in. I'm I'm all in on this because I do kind of feel as this is this is the equivalent of Joker's killing joke. Um, is Riddler's one bad day, and if that's initially what they're trying to do with the series for each month and each character, like hell yes, I I thought this was dark it was kind of depraved um the riddler it seems kind of unstoppable it ends without a very clear like oh there's the end sort of deal it makes like it leaves you thinking by the time that the issue's over i can't wait to read it over again i did think that edward's dad definitely looked like red foreman um and that made me happy i just think that this was a very successful launch for this kind of for this series I like the concept. I, I, I'm with you. The the whole one bad day, like this is how they became who they are. I think that's cool. Uh, there's certain parts I didn't like about it. Uh, at times, it felt like it was a little Rorschachian. You know, okay. your mother, the whore. Uh, you know, like and also it's like, well, if she was such a whore, why would this man have such a, like? I guess he wouldn't he have hid Edward. Like I just feel like there were social norms played at, at, within the time setting that probably just didn't apply here. I don't know. Um, I liked how scary the Riddler was, was. I appreciated how unpredictable he was. I liked how he went outside of his normal shtick to try to screw with Batman. The ending's a little weird for me because it didn't quite land because I'm like, well, what happened? Mm -hmm. If everyone's like, well, why? Well, how come all of a sudden Batman's now got balls to put out this recording and then just go pummel the Riddler while I can't see him? Like, why did he wait so long? Why did so many people have to... I'm going to sound like some idiot on Twitter, but why did so many people have to die before Batman acted? You know, it's like, what was he waiting for after the basketball court? Like, what what was the problem here? Um, so I have my issues. I don't think it's as good as everyone's been saying it is. I think it's I think it's a fascinating read, um, but um, I don't think this is uh, Tom King's best work. I think there's some flaws there. Well, it's because earlier you already said that his best Batman work is. Yeah, but I don't. I don't. This is not in that realm. This isn't near. Like this is. You hear this, folks? Pete and I are on the op. This is our 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 fight uh, episode. Yeah. Pete and I have the different. I think this is below everything. Batman, in my opinion. His Batman. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness. Put, yeah, like this is. You got, oh my goodness, Peter! I got like, I, in terms of like Tom King Batman, I've got like Killing Time, I've got Bat Cat, I've got Batman, then I got this. Yeah. All right, people. Let's let's make sure to rebound some point soon. Well, uh, I mean, you know, sometimes I you got to be next, put in your place. You got to be put in your place, Peter. Uh, no one's been able to do that yet. Hey. <laughs> that maybe, maybe no, because I think I don't know where we're gonna land this next one. Batman the Night, uh, Pete's favorite book every month, uh, number eight. So after this, we got two issues left. Peter, what do you think of this month's issue? I'm glad we got two issues left. <laughs> uh, again, just tying in Ghostmaker to Batman's origin. It just is so forced. I don't know who this this professor is with the big house and the nice car, but uh, it was it's it's okay if anything. Um, stop giving me Batman's origin. 
or stop tell me how batman became batman i i, I got it it was year one i read it that's all i need uh between I'm, this and zero year i can forget a lot of things i'm just more disappointed in how much i really liked that first issue and thought this is gonna be great go With back to fake listen. Catwoman. yeah it was nice and i was so excited for it of like this this could actually be really cool we've never had expanded of that that story yeah. outside of begins but that was still a little bit short moment of time and i was looking forward to it and yeah i'm just i'm getting more and more just this is this is a tough read um getting Ghostmaker back in it's like do you guys not even remember what happened two issues ago with him like he flat out murdered a dude and yet bruce is supposed to be like you're my best pal let's be best friends which is kind of what happened in the main batman book as well uh Ghostmaker sucks i don't like him there's a tease that you're gonna go see this raz al Ghul character um i'm pretty much i mean i'm just with i'm with you uh, i'm glad there's only two issues left i've read eight so i'm gonna read two more and watch it see how yeah, the it question ends, for me is do i buy them or do i just read them digitally because we know dc likes us a lot um chances are i'm probably just gonna read them digitally because uh yeah. i'm just not enjoying this uh it's, i don't think it's between this good. and uh, uh the batman beyond book like i've got i got some store credit coming i'm selling these things oh <laughs> uh, so yeah meh. we're not feeling tonight oh batman superman world's finest number six this is post uh that first arc in which it's them going to find robin did i miss somewhere this is dick grayson robin and not tim drake robin no but i believe it's established that it is a certain... it was a, in this issue it's established that it's dick grayson i believe and it was established early on. i i figured the pixie boots gave it away well i guess that the i mean the the title card says the flying grayson and then yeah like yeah, but even in issue one like i always assumed it was dick grayson just just by the alpha. okay yeah. for some reason i thought it was tim drake no. um and this is why I go back and reread issues, Peter. I don't think Drake ever had a, tr a whole yellow. I mean, I'm sure Rob Myers or Haas can correct me on this, but did, I don't know if Tim Drake ever had a, a solid yellow cape. I thought that was a Jason Todd, uh, Dick Grayson thing in the opposite gotcha. order. Uh, I, I liked this issue, though. I thought it was fun. Um, old school circus. Batman and Superman have to go back and find a way to get uh, Dick in the past and solve you know solve a little mystery at the time and batman's blue has a yellow oval looks good um it's not must read comic book material but i mean it was fun and that's kind of that's kind of where it ends for me is like this was fun more fun than i've had with the book mostly this for me this is the best issue of the six um mm -hmm. if it's got a nice 50s feel to it you know going back in yeah. time batman and superman to find robin um, and it does have a lot of classic moments. It mm -hmm. feels very vintage. A lot of good detective work. Super uh, nipples. Yeah. Extra point. Free the bat nipple. Um, yeah, all that stuff. Uh, it's it, this is a fun comic book. Like this is like your grandfather's comic. This book. issue. Oh, yeah. It's not this whole series. Just this issue no, is the, really the, fun. Specifically, <laughs> this is like your grandfather's comic book. Uh, this is something he picked up at like the drugstore for like 15. That, that's the vibe I got from it. Just, just old school, fun, just wonky comic book, just ridiculousness. Mm -hmm. um, not as serious as something as like Batman 126. This is more the lighter side. Um, and I really enjoyed this. I thought this was a fantastic story to rebound from, from whatever the hell Mark Wade tried to do the first, first arc. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. 
moving on. So this is the fourth of five Tuesdays, but this basically was the last one that had, because as we all know, and, and most of the time months with five Tuesdays for DC, that last Tuesday is just kind of, I don't know. It's not, doesn't usually have a ton of books. Right. It's only so got for like this the one. Flash and Wonder Woman, but those don't matter to Ryan Lauer. They don't matter to the Batman book club. Detective Comics 1063. Pete, this is your book. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> My book. Ha- Let's Strap in, people. Stop. Riddle me this. Yeah, there you go. Scrubs. Oh. Have I reached my Ryan Lauer moment? Have I has my has my book become unbearable me, for me to read and write a review? I don't know. You tell me. Uh, I'm not feeling this again. Bart Bados, we're going back to R.I.B. Like, ah, stay away. Oh, God, it's, it's <laughs> no, please. They're doing a bunch of crap on the two Batman titles. I can't stand. Even Albuquerque's artwork seemed like it was off today. It, uh, this month, I just I don't know. I, I, and it sucks because I love Rom V. His Catwoman is phenomenal. His Swamp Thing is absolutely brilliant. Uh, and Albuquerque is a name you've all come to know and love around the DC circuit. So to see these two guys come together and just muff this, I'm sorry. I'm not digging this at all. I am digging it, but with hesitancy. I disagree on Albuquerque's art. I think his art is excellent. I love the atmosphere that it's created. It very doesn't gothic, feel like his art. Very dark. It feels rushed, I thought. I think there's it definitely looks like his but it does it look it's different too and I do appreciate it I like it um I like the vibe of this my hesitancies and I'm not all in it comes with the story because you said like the Barbados stuff which was also you know uh I saw it was a prevalent in RIP I I wasn't the biggest fan and I even think when you say that word out loud it feels silly Barbados, like it just seems weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the the nerdy, I'm embarrassed to say this kind of it's kind a, of weird. Like, why does Javi talk to us? He loves us. Yeah, stuff. I know he's not going to anymore. And <laughs> he's not going to talk to us. He'll still uh, love us. the. I just I feel like there is. I think Rom V. And this is the impression I've gotten, and this is just two issues with this story. He wants to make. I like one hell of a stamp on on detective comics with the story but it comes off as trying to be extremely artsy extremely smart and therefore to me sometimes it can come off a little pretentious i think mm. i'm not yeah. saying that it needs yeah. to be a dumb story or anything like that at all i just feel like it's feeling a little scattered and you've got batman going through some kind of dilemma where i think he is envisioning this barbados character Plus this other society, uh, I don't know, that are in to in Gotham now and killing some people, plus some other people that are coming in and now retroactively saying that they were part of the Arkham family, but they have different names. I don't like retroactive stuff like that, you know, where we're gonna come in and say everything else is false and this is new. Retcon, that's yeah. a hard that's a hard sell to me. And then on top of that, you have something that's making their faces glow with weird symbols too. And I'm like, the powder thing was weird. I was like, what is this? At first, I thought it was like serum. And it get, it gets me like, eh. yeah. and then it, and then it, there is whatever the music box that he's trying to lean into. And then, I mean, the dialogue, I wasn't, I mean, what Barbados says there at the end of that long page, long like dialogue. And I think it's trying to talk about like reading, you know, notes or, uh, musical keys or something and i'm kind of like wait what and then bringing in harvey dent to try and 
you know, which I, I'm intrigued enough with him and wearing that you know, was probably the be best a, part of the book. This like, is gonna be an opera Bondi. piece, like an opera operatic approach that Bromby's having to the book. I think he's even said that before. And this too of the you know, the uh Phantom of the Opera mask, it seems over Harvey's bad side. And like he's trying to conceal that. But then you got these yeah. other dudes that are like, no, don't hide your your true fate, you know, stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. I'm cool to see where this goes. But there's just a lot of things juggling. And I know that is that's the evolution of a story is watching how they connect and hopefully connect in a cool way for a, a great payoff. Right now, I'm not I'm not all in on that. It yeah. feels a little scattered and yeah, and everything, like I just said. You could see so, why a lot of this like, stuff works on Swamp Thing, though. Like you could see like, oh, like I could see why this mythical kind yeah. of science fiction stuff works for a Swamp Thing book. Yeah, the Harvey the Harvey Dent stuff is the only thing that's really keeping me invested in the story because uh, that opening scene with him and Harvey in like the the nightclub or whatever was pretty good. It's yeah. Probably the best the book was. Um, I, I thought that was good too. So, I mean, I'm gonna keep moving along. I like it more than Pete does, but it's not an instant. It's it's not an A. It's like a B B minus. And the backup story um, is even worse. I couldn't even. I didn't like the backup story at all. Really I couldn't even get through. It was horrible. I did just because I'm a completist. Make sure Bill does not send this episode to Clark Ball. Well, this is this is where we rebound though, because uh, I think uh, Batman Fortress number four. I love this series, dude. I love this series. This is a series that we don't normally like, but it's very well written, and we're into it. It's very well written. I completely agree with what you said last month of artist Eric Robertson's. Uh, up close spaces are strange especially bruce's bruce's is weird i'll give you that for sure that nose Um, is very strange but other than that i do i just think this book is such a breeze it's interesting i don't know where it's gonna go next i like this you don't never because like did, did you expect detective chimp to pop up in this book and did you expect that green lantern whose name i can't pronounce to pop up in this book no, of all and, the Green Lanterns, and look how perfectly illustrated Detective Chimp is. He looks awesome. Like my God, that's he hasn't looked that awesome. good since Time is Justice League Dark. It's so yeah. So like, I don't know. I just think that the story's really fun. It's a mystery at heart. There isn't a ton of action, but there's a little action and these. It's and a lot of dialogue. Like, but Lex Luthor breezy su- surprises you, but then also makes you think. Well, of course, he's Lex Luthor with what he's doing, and so I just I'm having a blast with Batman Fortress. I really, really like this story, and this is half the halfway point. So eight issues too. So it's hitting that I'm sweet spot. It. I love it. I love it. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. There you go. Justice League story designed as a Batman story, and I'm. I don't it. even know if you can call it that. There's no Justice League. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> there was there for a little bit of time, and then these new alien dudes just they took them out. Um. So we'll have a we'll have a payoff with that because they abducted some, they killed Cyborg, um, but then you know they I think they took Aquaman and um, Wonder Woman and uh, Flash. I think Flash is injured. Yeah, and, and, and Superman's like, away. It's all it's gonna be it's gonna I feel like it's gonna build to a really big action piece with Batman leading the rest of the league or saving them or something. And so we it, get multiple shots of the Batman eighty nine Batwing again. Yeah, again, which looks great. Again, looks wonderful. I think it's a good, it's an awesome, awesome story. I'm a big fan. Uh, and that does it for the main Batman titled books. My honorable mentions are quick, Peter. 
Uh, Poison Ivy number three continues this story, which it got picked up. I think it was initially going to be six, and now it's going to be a 12-issue series. Great. So that's you know exciting. I love Maxis. Uh, it's a good, this was a brilliant a issue. Good, uh, I mean, good news that in, in showing their faith in just the, re- the response to the first two issues. And then that announcement came. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I like it. G. So Willow Wilson is one hell of a writer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doing it's 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 really uh, entertaining to me. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. I know, Pete, how you feel about this. Jurassic League, number four. I dropped I don't it, man. With you. I don't fully disagree with you on like, it's silly, but also my completest nature a little bit. I bought the first three issues. I bought this issue and it is like, yeah, it's fun. Did you read this one? No, I did not. Are you ever going to? I will listen to the Ryan Lauer cliff notes. All right. Well, I'm going to show you this, Pete. All right, you show me that. Your boy finally showed up. <laughs> what is his name? His name. Let's see. So the um, dinosaur version of Uxus. He says, fuel from the weaklings on this pitiful earth. My life energy for my own warriors has finally led to my true form. Dark Elocide is coming for you. It's like dark side. <laughs> well, I prefer oh, by the, the issue, Pete. Come on. <laughs> Uxosaurus. There you go. <laughs> I think that's that would have worked a lot better. Uxosaurus. <laughs> Uxosaurus. Um, it, it I mean, otherwise, it's a little bit. I mean, it is more of the same. If you weren't liking it, you're I mean, it, nothing's gonna change. Um, it's fun, it's ridiculous, bonkers. Um, but that's that's okay. That's kind of what I expected. There's only two issues left. It's not a deep story, so it's easy entertainment for me. Uh, Nightwing number ninety five was another good street level action packed story Mm. with a great uh, cliffhanger at the end. It's a comfortable series. uh, Remains a comfortable series. Mm. Um, I agree. Doesn't push the envelope, but I I think I I don't. I'm not saying I can predict what's going to happen. I know what to expect of like in the end of like oh yeah this is going to be you know like a fifteen minute read and comfy. And I'll get to it. And uh, I'm enjoying it. I mean, it's um, still, in, I don't know, still enjoyable to me. Task Force Z, um, that was penultimate good. issue. Task Force Z number 11. 12 drops next month and wraps everything up. That one is also um, a very fun story to me. And I'm mm-hmm. excited to see how it how it ends. Uh, ahead, lots Pete. of twists and turns in uh, Task Force Z. I didn't expect a lot of them. So yeah. that's been a great read. Uh, Batgirls, lots of fun as always. I, I highly suggest everyone pick this book up. It's not really heavy. It's it's very Nightwing. You know, it's it's very comfortable. Like Ryan said, it's going to take you 10, 15 minutes to read. It, and by the end of it, you're going to have a blast in Gotham City. So it's cool to yeah. see Steph, Cassie, and uh, Babs all together. Uh, the cover's hysterical, um, and it's just—it's—it it really is probably the most, probably the second most fun I have reading a book every month. Because then the other one is Future State Gotham, which is absolutely insane. <laughs> I highly ask all of you to go out and support this book. We've got—I'll tell you right. Okay, here this is why you've got Nightwing Batman, you've got Jace Batman, you've got Bruce Wayne Batman, you've got Damian Wayne Batman, you've got Hush Batman. All trying to take over the city. It's really an insane battle royale of Batman, and you guys. And it, it, we haven't even, and we haven't even gotten to the best part about it, which was like three issues ago. The actual Joker returned, the OG Joker. So there's just so many twists and turns, and you never know what's going to happen in this book. It is one of my most favorite Elseworlds tales ever. Future State Gotham. There's just so much fun in that book at all times um also harley quinn 
uh, had a double week this a double issue this month, 1920. Uh, I believe it was Task Force X, double X. Um, if you ever want to see Harley Quinn in an alien movie, read this story. This was phenomenal. It, it ties into normal DC continuity. The Justice League is gone. And um, what's his name? Uh, Luke Fox assembles a team for whatever reason. And Harley Quinn's leading it. And it's it's absolutely insane. So make sure you check that out. And um, if you want to see a cooler version of Ghostmaker, pick up Catwoman because his name is Valiant. And uh, that book is also awesome as well. So make sure you check that stuff out. Oh, also, Tom Taylor's back with a... Uh, a new deceased war of the undead gods. Batman is, uh, is a part of that. It is the Damian Wayne version of Batman, uh, different universe, but um, you know, there's a lot of good uh, Alfred moments there because earlier on Alfred hat did not know what was going on. And he fatally shot uh, Bruce, Tim and Dick, I believe in issue one of deceased um, way shot back. Bruce, when. Tim. Bruce, Tim, and Dick. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce, so, comma. Oh, not Bruce, yeah. Tim. Yeah, so Alfred Bruce was Tim. dealing okay. with that because now they found a cure, and now he just it's weighing on him. So Damien, again, uh, another interesting interpretation of Damien Wayne, who has almost uh, had a Jason Todd-like resurgence within the past couple of years. So deceased, War of the Undead Gods. Um, the new gods are all possessed with this uh, zombie virus thing. So check that out if you haven't read it. Uh, chances are most of you are because it's Tom Taylor and everyone loves Tom Taylor. There you go. Woo! Right. And Pete, that wraps up Batman in August. Um, it was a good, it was a good month. Maybe not for you so much because there was quite a few you didn't enjoy. It wasn't my best Bat month, was not it? Not your best one. That's okay. Um, I'm still reading though. Still reading. Yeah. You're a loyal fan. Um, so there you go. Uh, I, I look forward to, yeah, I look, I, I look forward to next month. Um, there's going to be some, there's some, there's a lot riding on certain stories for next month and their next issue. We'll say that. Much. And we're coming to an end. And then, yeah, then we'll see where things go. So I have to ask you, Pete, what was your uh, favorite book of the month? Wow. Man, that is tough. It's narrowed down for sure. I'm having a hard time. It's it's wow. I I, I don't have a favorite book. There's book like I really enjoyed the Harley Quinn issues. Uh, Killing Time's always great. It, it's tough. It's like a three way tie for first. The good definitely outweighs the bad. I'll say that much because I you know I, I definitely have like issues. Okay, you listed like, oh. you listed two. You said Harley Quinn. And then, uh, killing time, killing time. Yeah. No, it's a, what's a third. He said three. Oh, it'd, be it'd be deceased or the other deceased. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, mine is probably Batman fortress. Number four. That's another Opened one. It up. It's it's loved it. Yeah. Want to read it again. The books um, that were good were really good. And the books yeah. that were bad were just really bad. <laughs> so. All right. Uh, sorry, probably... sorry Clark. I'll, I'll put out that that poll. So head to the the Batman Book Club Twitter at the Batman BC for uh, the poll of what your favorite Batman book of the month is. I'd like to hear what everybody else thinks. And so, uh, Pete, thanks again for joining me on the monthly wrap up. Always look forward to my conversations with Peter Arvera. Um, the ones that are strictly Batman focused are always a joy. So thanks for coming. What what, what else do you talk about? Uh, I don't know stuff that you and I, when we call each other and talk 
it, it's not always about Batman. So <laughs> it's not. It, it, it's ninety five percent. That other five percent gets gets pretty pretty rowdy. Um. So there you go. Why don't you go ahead and plug away before we get in trouble? Uh, you can follow me on social media. It's Twitter, Instagram, and Zach Snyder's favorite platform, Bureau, at Pete Illustrated. You can follow podcast number one at straight underscore O underscore G. That is straight out of Gotham. That is a fanboy news-based podcast that I co-host with the Coli, Eric Holzman. You can follow podcast number two, the Italian Spider-Man Coalition podcast. That's a Spider-Man-themed podcast that I co-host with Chicago's finalist, Nicholas and Nico Caruso. So check that out, at Italians for Spidey on Twitter and on your uh, podcast feeds. Check out at Team Yellow Oval. We know Batgirl got canceled. We're sorry about that, but Keaton's still coming in the flash. So we're excited about that. And there's been a lot of Oval popping up in comics. So we're really pumped about that. That's where the Oval belongs, back in print. Uh, I'm all over BatmanOnFilm.com, all over Batman on Film, YouTube, toy reviews, comic book reviews, movie reviews, interviews, uh, all that stuff. So check me out over there. And uh, I think that's it, Ryan. That's it? Wow. Sounds like it. Slacking. Well, as I just said, you can follow the Batman Book Club on Twitter, at the Batman BC. Also, on Instagram, at the the batman bc uh, make sure to go to youtube and subscribe to the batman book club youtube channel to watch pete and i yes you can watch our faces as we talk about return to no man's land um if you want to support the show or if you want to write into the show actually been getting some emails lately which have been very nice not uh questions for the show specifically but just uh kind words about the show so that's very appreciated um from everybody uh you can write in the batman bc at gmail.com if you want to support the show, there's a variety of ways you can do that. One is go to Batman on Film, where I have this month was a busy Batman month, Pete, um, for the Batman Book Club, and then also on Batman on Film because I did get to sit down and talk with Sean Murphy again um, for the BOF podcast. So make sure to track that down because Sean is awesome. He's very generous with information and his time. Really cool guy to talk to. Uh, the last month on the Batman book club, or the last episode was with his his pal, Sean Murphy's pal and um, partner, Clay McCormick, who, you know, the two of them worked together on the White Knight Red Hood story. Um, make sure you listen to that. Also, I, with Ryan Haas, the sheriff, we kicked off a BOF podcast, uh, Batman Animation, where we explored a really, um, Oh, yeah. An underrated gem, if you will, in Batman animation. So check that out. But then also, if you want to support the show, you can do it by rating and reviewing the show wherever you listen to it, whatever podcast platform, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, just rate and uh, review the show because the more reviews it gets, the more it helps spread the word. And as we all know, the word is panic. So. For Peter Arvera, I am Ryan Lauer. And until next time, read my Batman comics. <laughs>